Welcome to Full Frontal Cortex. I'm your host, Governess. This episode is co-hosted by Beta Rose. Uh, grand discussion today? Welcome. Mm. Thanks for tuning in. Delicious banter. What are we drinking today? What are we drinking? Oh, this is... Uh, it's a sparkling white from Italy. Mm-hmm. It's a menage a trois. Prosecco. Imagine that. It's a shame it's just the two of us. Mm, delicious. It's 3 or 4 in the afternoon. I think if anyone can have a two-person menage a trois, it's us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so, so funny. What do you want to talk about? <sighs> we have so much to talk about. <laughs> We're all over the place. Do you want, should I, do you want to, like an article to discuss? Or do you want to talk about the pathway to becoming professional dominatrix? Intake, fuckery, Ooh. toxic masculinity, recent, recent experience. Uh, we could start with recent experiences, I guess. Or we could go back and rehab one of the conversations we just had about like therapists. Hmm. I'll say that for I feel like I ranted on that, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna spare you. Um, Prodoming, um, changing my fat page to a more professional layout and taking away um, my what I give as a partner, what I expect of my partner, um, and uh, just removing partner anything off the page. It's all devotee. It's all submissive um and um the line about like on online submission and if you want to schedule a session like please contact me um and everything from now on after my very cathartic conversation with you about what's in my way of developing um and we were talking about what what types of revenue you're most interested in or what types of work you're most interested in yeah and i think we both thought that in person is where you really shine mm-hmm. but having multiple streams is a good hedge it is but i feel like with the the way that i'm approaching this um being present at kinky friday and our open dungeon play and demonstrating you know, what a session could be or what a scene could be with me are all great tools to kind of pull in more clientele. Um, glad hand, have conversations. See if Elbow rub. Yeah. See if there's a spark between me and that sub. Um, and like I told you, there were emails that were just like, I didn't know how to approach you or, you know, I saw your page before, but now that I've seen you in person and you're seeing, like, I'd be very interested in having a session mm. um, or starting the vetting process. And I'm like, what would you think your, your public image is focused on in terms of like specialty or your character or like the top kinks that you kind of, provide like what where what do you want it to be 
because you think I think you have this sort of nurturing, almost maternal governess sort of image playing with that or you go, do you want to be known in for like the ball busting like your your thing that people come to you for i think the ball busting is overplayed um and it's interesting because marcus doesn't get this right he doesn't have to deal with the duality of of that only the female doms do because of his gender correct oh interesting mm-hmm. oh because women don't come in for ball busting or what because femdom is a certain type of niche in a mm -hmm. I feel like femdom is is that whole humiliation you will serve Uh me dot dot like that is its own niche and a lot of people associate just dominatrix with that period right Um, and a lot of that probably comes from porn like femdom is more like we were saying maybe femdom should be seen more as like a porn category than a real life dominatrix style or something that's more applicable to what how you might relate with the person in real life correct correct i feel like it's um i'm always kind of battling with that and i am a um nurturing dummy who really enjoys um seeing myself grow and experience like a world of sensation and really tapping into um, their headspace where they are, where they want to explore, um, diving into how to engage that, streamline it so that it is the most. Um, you actually want to help people grow and learn about themselves. Yeah. And have and enjoy and have deep, satisfying, enjoying exchanges yeah. yeah i mean it's it's more beneficial for me and it's greatly beneficial for them um and then there's a great respect for the time and energy created to uh, put into creating that that space that they know that that was that scene was crafted for you specifically in review that's powerful yeah in review of your list your bdm uh, your bdms list um, your mental state, your the whole um, aspect of who you are as a person. So that's why you don't have it's it's less of a straightforward question than to ask you like what are your top three fetish services that you try to provide. Correct. So it's less so about like I do spanking, I do ball busting, I do whatever bondage. It's more like you're crafting these boutique experiences for individuals yes okay but that said and i love off kink what are your favorite what are your top three kinks that you like to provide (sighs) service can you Um, elaborate on that a little bit uh one loves to be worshipped um uh, provided for cooked for Mm -hmm. um I love to render that feeling to a person of being in service to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's an area that's grossly underused. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and when I ask that question, like, what are your skills? What are your, what's your strong suit? Um, a lot of people stumble with that. Um, and I'm like, well, if that's, if you are a service admission, submissive, then that should be, uh, that should be an easy question. Um, because whatever your strong suits are, that's, that's where I'm going to put you, especially if I need it. It's like, I'll take the fuck out of your trash. <laughs> I'll clean up your, I'll sort your recycling. Right? If your skill is coordinating, managing, um, organizing, I will find practical ways to incorporate that and use that. Um, and then there's an elation that they get from being able to do those things for me and me praising them. Um, but you have some people that think service admission is just worshiping me. Mm, mm-hmm. That can be an aspect. Right. I think that that's a different thing. Right. That's worship. R- that's just a different thing. Right. Maybe people are unless confusing it's, the two. Unless they think service means like servicing your pussy. Mm-hmm. And that's servicing your feet. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's like a whole nother ball of wax. Like that's not what this is about. So being of service to me, whether it's running an errand, organizing something for me, taking care of something that I need to do, but my schedule is just to the hilt. You being of service is rewarding. Mm-hmm. Period. And um, yeah, I've had some people who just don't get that thinks that service is some point of contact with me mm-hmm. and not for me. Yeah, that turns things around a little bit, doesn't it? Like, I think a lot of people, I mean, someone who's looking for a, a sex worker to engage with to get some sort of fantasy fulfillment from to have a session with or whatever. Um, usually going to be focused on what they want in terms of getting off or getting their kicks and turning it around to like, well, how can you help me mm-hmm. is interesting. Do you think that's something that a paying client would want to participate in? Or is that more like, I think if they if they're saying that they are a service okay. submissive, yes. Because no matter what I want, it's not. Um, it's the act of fulfilling something, right? And that's the that's the exchange that I just had with this um, this current one with the intake. It's oh. like whatever you need me to do. Oh, really? Run an errand, okay. schedule something for you, um, cook clean massage your feet like yeah yeah and you like that mm-hmm. yeah that's a full range like you get the whole picture um the people that focus solely on my physical when it comes to service is that's that's not service that's worship okay body worship right etc right yeah which is also fun right and that's a but that's a whole nother mm-hmm conversation and it shouldn't be framed in service okay right that's good yeah. some clarity around those terms so you have to kind mm-hmm. of pr- push and pry a little bit when they say service it's yeah it's amazing i mean i've always liked service submission and 
can't tell you how hard it is sometimes to have to to convince a woman, a girlfriend even, that I just want to come over and wear something skimpy and slutty and clean her fucking kitchen and eat her pussy. Like, how hard is it <laughs> to to get someone to um, accept that? See, I don't know. They're always like, what's the catch? Mm-hmm. What is this? That's and it's like, no, I just want to. And I, ha- I thought you would enjoy it. Enjoy it. Just let yourself enjoy it. Yeah. Just embrace but, it. Um, that's actually hard for some people to be taken care of. To be taken care of or to, um, yeah, to just accept it or to, to receive, right? To receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially, I think, hardworking women who are always, uh, who are very rarely on that. It's like, you want to do what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody's ever like i don't know and it's so good it's so good when you can just let somebody take care of you and now that you're in good hands um i told a girl on fat i would clean her kitchen for her and she couldn't <laughs> she, she couldn't and she we were talking and you know she's like oh and i don't know like i'm someone ha- someone please help me understand <laughs> She's like, oh, I'd love to have you come and cook with me, but my kitchen's such a mess. I'm embarrassed. I don't want anyone to see it. And I was like, well, I'll clean your fucking kitchen then. How about that's the scene? She's like, oh, that would be nice, but I still just, I feel too self-conscious. About it. About it. Well, for some people. And I'm like, I have cleaned in the food service industry thousands (laughs) of square feet of dishes and garbage and floors and pots and pans. There's nothing. You can have a dead fucking rat in your garbage disposal. <laughs> I'll, I'll handle that. But like, I got it. Okay, we're getting way off topic here. Oh. Um, impact. Right. Love. And we're talking just for clarity. Paddling, Props, spanking, paddling, flogging. Whips, flog, like all of that. Those are for me. You mess with a whip? Play, mind fucking. Huh? You mess with a whip? I have. Oh. I have. I need to actually get another one. Oh, yeah? What, single tail? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fierce. It's good. Sasha. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. At my ex's. Long story. Okay. Um, but all that is good and fun. Um, predicament play is always... Mindfuck predicament play. Right. And that requires a lot of setup. Mm -hmm. Understanding the person, too. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just do predicament play on an audience volunteer. No. Like off the cuff. It has to be. That's a. that, And I feel like that's a premium service, don't you Mm -hmm. think? There's like deep understanding of someone's mind, state of mind. Indeed. And pre planning, staging of. Of things, mm-hmm. but, but you I love that, right? Getting deeply involved in lots of setup and lots of intricate planning. I do. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's a more beneficial form of playing for me, uh, except that one. That one is like. So how are you going to emphasize that as a specialty, as a really 
really <sighs> big premium awesome thing that you bring to the market that people aren't doing i still haven't worked out the wording yeah for it's but well because it's not it doesn't translate to a simple couple for you can say predicament play but that doesn't mean what you're talking i mean that's just a phrase how do you transit transmit right. what you are truly prepared to do and the level of it and the complexity of it i think i think you should write about it and talk about it in at length wow you know like maybe just writings and stuff like someone has to kind of go if you were going to go in deep for someone they have to have the patience and wherewithal to go in um deep with you also th- and read you know that's that's hard because okay. I want I, I want to describe it, but I don't want to give away don't give away my yeah. process. Oh right? yeah, no. So it has to be f- like almost like short fiction that leaves a lot in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like he struggled to open his eyes, but all he could see was the yeah. reflection in the mirror, like in the dark room, in what seemed to be some kind of bathroom, mm-hmm. but not a bathroom he's ever been in before. Right, like. Yeah, I need to explain it that way because other people... What is that sound? (laughs) (laughs) It almost needs to be like radio drama. I think we could act it out. (laughs) Oh, that could be... That could be a way. Um, uh, Or from their perspective of like what is going on. Yeah, right. Or yeah, you could ask people who have experienced it to write. Well, not everyone's a good writer, though. So no, 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 no. I'm just meaning like from their pers- from their perspective, point of view. But you're you're writing. But it. I'm writing. Yeah, it. that's yeah. better. Um, I think that works because when I mentioned it to your friend, she was like, the fuck "Oh, are you talking about? Oh, yeah, mindful. Yeah. Like, but at first she didn't understand. Like environment. Like oh, like that whole picture was like, oh, that is big. Like that's." That's a larger concept than someone having to make a choice between being um, slightly electrocuted and um, teased, right? Yeah. You like that, too. I do. Teasing. What if if a client came to you and and they were really into, like, tease and denial? Tease and denial, I think, would be second. Hygiene, that kind of thing. Yeah. Tease and denial would be um, probably my second. Um, I said impact season denial and, and predicament play, for sure. Like yeah. getting and creating that, um, is always different for every person, right? Um, but the time and the research that goes into that, and that person having that that moment, looking at me like, oh my god, <laughs> where are we? What are what happened? <laughs> what, if any of this is different, if you are working with a female client? Nothing. Right? Mm-mm. I see them the same. It's about the individual yeah. and their growth and um, establishing um, yeah. where I want to take take them. Um, the technique, of course, because I'm dealing with a whole different... Uh, like, yeah, tease and denial would be different. Mm-hmm. But... Mechanically th- different. 
But I think overall, like the process is it's not yeah. impactful. It would be the same. Um, stigma play um, would be their own individual journey. Yeah. Um, I th- I think there's a huge thing about like um, people having vested interests in you um, as a dominatrix what you bring, what your strong suits are, mm-hmm. and understanding that like their journey with you is going to be different than any journey with anyone else. I think the fact mm-hmm. that I um, really specialize in like my intake process, which I know you think is a, a little long. Um, I'm coming around on that. Yeah. Um, the last intake I did was very appreciative of that process um selective in a good way um i like to gather a lot of information i'd like to review the information that's given to me i like to reestablish what i've read um and clarify i like to establish you know the safe words and the pain threshold and all these things before we even really start to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And they feel um, invested in. They feel heard. They feel um, a sense of connection out of the gate and a very trusting space. Like, she wants to know about me. Like, she wants to... Right. And in, in a lot of cases, they might not have ever opened up like that to somebody mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. You're finding people that are a little more reserved, right? Yeah. And yeah. they're looking for an opportunity to to really, like, share a part of themselves that's been suppressed. And I am the connoisseur. <laughs> the crusader of self-expression. The crusader of self-expression. I want that. So what are you looking for? for Describe your your perfect su- submissive client. Um Oh boy. Open and who are able to come into um themselves, speak their truth and feel like they're in a safe cathartic space um to express know that it will be encouraged and want want that right yeah so and you're describing you're you're describing a mental emotional state mm-hmm. you know like five foot six brown hair like no hair. no no old young married single yeah it's all about those moments that mm-hmm. they feel that way but they have to be ready i think that some of the strongest criticism i've heard from you about people is um them not being honest with themselves not being ready to own their truth yes right Mm -hmm. so you look for that i do i do i think that's that's part of my intake process you have to be oh i hate to say i'll smell it Right, yeah. but you have to be um, open and honest, and um, in a way, 
um, relinquish um, the information without any um, prejudgment. Like, I don't want you to edit yourself. And when I find that I, like, sniff it out and I, like, dive into it, like, when I review the list and I go back through it, um, and it, it, it just has to line up. Because if there's any hesitation or anything that they feel like they can't share, um, th- that just inhibits me from being able to facilitate that moment for them or those experiences yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, because I push, I think, uh, the, the way I push and pull definitely is a, it all feeds back to our conversations and the initial intake. Um, you know, how comfortable are you um, inside, outside? Right. Um, wearing what? With who? Time yeah. of day? Like, so I know when, when and how to push and pull. And knowing that, that's a very intuitive nature that I seem to just have. That's, um, that's part of the magic you bring. I think so. Thank you.